Grand Sounds. Music. Brands. Hi, this is John Groves for Brand Sounds. I'm continuing my talk with Michael Kramer from Stream, the division of TBWA that takes care of brand entertainment. This time, I'm going to be asking him what he thinks of the current trend of brands putting undiscovered talent on the web. We can see that lots of brands are really getting hip to the idea of using music. When I mean, we have the mixtapes from Mercedes, we have uh, Volkswagen. I know that now October, something is happening with Coca-Cola. But if you look at it closely, you can see that it's a promotion linking a band and a brand, usually with no real criteria, just to want to get a quantity of cool music. And it seems that the bands and the composers are getting very little out of it, and the brands are getting all. I mean, it sounds like I'm bitching again, <laughs> like earlier for the poor, the poor musicians. Uh, it seems that there's some kind of exploitation going on with music. Maybe there are plans to give it back, but it just seems there's lots and lots of young, hungry hopefuls want to get the music on the Coca-Cola site or on the Mercedes site. Uh, they don't get any money from it. It's possibly in danger of turning music into a, a hobby. Do you have any opinion on that? Um, all I can judge is the thing Daimler Chrysler did with Mercedes. I think they really built up a platform for young talent, for young artists. But of course, Daimler Chrysler will never act like a record company. They used their homepage and their channels as a platform for new talent. What those artists being chosen to be on that page make out of it. That is really their point. And therefore, they need a record company or they need a management or they need a producer, a promoter uh, to use that given chance. I'm not saying that is another copyright or song cemetery or it's not wasting music around. It's really a nice and interesting platform for names they otherwise wouldn't have had a chance to see the light of the day. Yeah, no, I can understand it's given them a chance to get them out there, but we talk about uh, adequate recompense. And as I say, I have no information. I have no information either whether they and what they pay to them. No, okay, well, maybe we'll research Mm. that and we use that in uh, in a future brand sounds. You know, one of the problems with musicians and composers sometimes can be their mentality, which works against them. They're very suspicious, very scared of, of contracts and things. And people like in your position, and especially the telephone companies, are seen as the enemy. In some cases, the telephone companies are going to be able to offer enormous advantages. But how do you see what Smudo said, the future of record companies? Do you think the telephone companies are going to be the record companies of the future, perhaps with people like you employed there to do the A&R work? It's a, it's a kind of threatening scenario, but it's a very likely one. Um, As long as record companies do not develop artists anymore, as long as they sit on their catalogs and on their behavior they always had, yes, it is a scenario that will happen. Whether it's telephone companies or whether it's advertising agencies or whether it's brands or last but not least the artists themselves, that's another question. But record companies or the way they have been run uh, in the past is is some kind of a paradigm change. And they have to be really careful that they not lose all their talents, both 
on the artist side, but also on their A&R and employee side. Uh, and at the end, maybe in five, ten years down the road, um, major record companies do not exist anymore. It is likely. I'm not a prophet, but uh, I see the problems. Yeah, he may not be a prophet, but those telcos are surely going to be making a profit. And we're going to hear more about that next time in Brand Sounds. See you then. Brand Sounds. Thank you for downloading the Brand Sounds podcast. Visit us on brand-sounds.com.